Here Hi. we are. Welcome to Crime in Time. On the rocks. Take two because <laughs> we may have had a little recording mishap. A little recording mishap. So we are literally on cocktail number two. And story number one. It's a good thing that we liked the cocktail so that we can repeat drink it. Let's pretend to try it again. Okay. We'll so well, first let's again. say what we're drinking. Okay. <laughs> so this is the Silver Bullet cocktail. I'm glad we didn't get through both stories. Yeah. Silver Bullet cocktail, but it's green. It's green because it's... Not one, correct. It's not correct. We'll, <laughs> we'll tell you all about it. It's 1.5 ounces of gin, mm-hmm. uh, three quarter ounce kumel, which is um, a cumin and... Fennel seed fennel and seed something else. And something else liqueur, but they didn't have it at our local BevMo, so... You Googled what to sub for it, right? Yeah, I Googled what to sub for it, and it came up with a list of other, like, herbaceous liqueurs, and uh-huh. one of them was chartreuse, which I knew you had. Right, because I thought chartreuse and, and tonic would be, like, my favorite thing ever. And you didn't like it. But I did not like it. thanks to you, we have chartreuse. Okay. I'm um, literally looking for... I know I wrote down the ingredients. Anyway, it, go ahead. It also has three-quarter ounce of lemon juice and a lemon twist. And it's because of the chartreuse, it's a beautiful color. If Because my favorite color is green. If it were the kumel, it would be completely clear with a just little the cloudiness cloudy, of the yeah. lemon, of the fresh squeezed lemon. So let's talk about the glasses that we're drinking them out of. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a traditional martini glass. These, however, are... Um, From 1988. They're 80, kind of 80 style, <laughs> like if you think of Saved by the Bell or something. They're clear... They have a crackle finish towards the bottom of the bowl of the bowl of the glass, like where the V meets. They fit my my kitchen perfectly. So if you watch our wherever we put our things, I'm not sure where we're gonna do that. Our yet. videos of us our making the cocktails. Our, yeah. So if you watch our videos of us making our cocktails, you'll notice my kitchen. My house has quote unquote good bones, but it was built in 1985, and it still has all the 1985 decor because. My husband hasn't done anything. So they, they fit that a lot. Yeah. One other thing about the glass. This I'm is the sorry. most important part. Most important part. It has an asymmetrical rim. So one part of the rim is lower than the other. And where do we drink? I've been drinking off the side of it. That's where I've been drinking was from the side. Because the side seems to fit. It seems to work. But I think maybe like by the time we're on our second cocktail, which is now. Yeah. We might have some mishaps. <laughs> because I'm concerned, like if you drink from the, the from the low end, I'm afraid you're going to smack yourself in the face with the high end. If you drink from the high end, I'm afraid it's going to spill all over you. And yep. in the middle end, you've got the whole like, where's the lip turby. tilt thing. Yeah. Yeah. So just hopefully no one gets drenched in chartreuse. So these are my glasses. Did I also mention that I also have like a full set of white and red wine glasses that match this? With a funky asymmetrical yes top? i do yes i do okay i know for a fact that you graduated in the 90s so why do you have these asymmetrical 80s inspired glasses wedding gift who why 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 is my biggest question i don't remember okay but i have to say i registered for a china at one point that was there was at one point an event that happened in 1993 and I registered for a china that I thought would be, I would love forever. And it's mint green with a silver rim. And it's so 1990s, late, early 90s, late 80s. It's just hideously ornate and disgusting. And I, I never use it. I remember in the 90s thinking, because I was, you know, still a teenager. Yeah. Thinking that I would never want a house that was anything other than like navy blue and mauve oh my see said same um event i had a dress on that had massive puff sleeves and a western style hat (laughs) 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 that may or may not have had a veil attached to it and my house was done in pink and seafoam green and coyotes oh well that was actually pretty awesome for 1992? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I have a story for you. Okay, what's your story? You may or may not have heard it before. I probably have. It's the Silver Bullet Murder. The Silver Bullet Murder. Okay, AKA tell me. the murder of Aristos Constantino. I'm drink my green cocktail that's called the Silver Bullet. So, Aristos Constantino, Constantino was born in 1945. Okay. 
He emigrated to the UK sometime in the early 60s. Yep. His father was a master tailor. So he, later on as an adult, Aristos founded the Ariella fashion label. It was known for its evening cocktail, occasion wear, and it, as well as its casino uniforms. So fancy. Casino uniforms or casino clothing? Casino uniforms. Uniforms. So, so like the workers. Cocktail waitresses. Right. Dealers. Right. Lots, but, of, lots of blazers with shoulder pads. Lots of like <laughs> body suits with sparkles. No, it's the 60s. They're still very classy. Okay, okay. The 60s, the 50s and 60s fashions are amazing. I'm just thinking polyester and rhinestones like in No. Reno. Okay, see, my brain goes to like gorgeous dresses with a flared skirt and a tight waist and big shoulder like big shoulders but still very tailored and just fitted Which, perfectly. Which you're right. It was in the 60s, so it's definitely not like 80s shoulder pads. So. Yeah, that comes later. Yeah. That's your glasses that you're thinking of. Yeah, that's that, that's my cocktail glasses. <laughs> but I love 50s and 60s fashions. Yes. Everyone does because it's gorgeous mm-hmm. and simple and elegant. Beautiful. So I'm watching, I, I have become obsessed lately with The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Which I watched like all in one weekend. I love it. I pretty much watched it in about a week and a half, I think. Um the fashions are just gorgeous. Every time she turned around, I'm like, I love that, I love that, I love that. And that's kind of the way I was with Downton Abbey. I want to show Downton Abbey to child number one and child number two. They're getting of the age where, like, clothes, they, like, look at them. And that was that was well, what I watched that show for. Was it's for the such clothes. a beautiful story, too. I mean, granted, the first, like, episode and a half is slow. Like, to me, it was slow. I had Abby to- or Maisel? Abel. Abby. Oh, yeah, it's been so long since I watched the first episode and a half. I don't know. But Maisel's action packed the whole time. Oh, yes, I love yes. it. I oh, love it, love it, love it. And so her, much fun. Her dresses are just absolutely stunning. I just love her dresses. Well, not only that, but like how awesome is she as a character? She's adorable. And her house is beautiful too, but she's absolutely adorable. Yes. And I kind of want her and Joel to get back together. I know. Send me my hate mail. Ew. I know, I know, I know. Well, let's talk about okay. Aristos Murder. Let's talk about murder instead. Yes. So Aristos Constantino, he um, opened his first boutique on Carnaby Street in London in 1966. He was later joined in business in 1971 by his brother Achilles, who continues to run the business today. Okay. In his absence. So Achilles is alive. Achilles is still alive. Okay. And I'm assuming they're Greek. Aristos and Achilles. Yes, they are yeah. Greek origin. That's where they emigrated from. Uh, the business grew rapidly. By 1974, they had several retail shops all over the world. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was also during the height of British British fashion in the 60s. Yeah. So it was like the British fashion boom, and they really capitalized on that. Well, and some of the high-end 70s stuff can be absolutely beautiful, too. Oh, my gosh. I love it. But it's got to be, it. like, high-end nice stuff. Yes. I've also been watching American Woman. I don't know American Woman. Oh, okay. American Woman is a, is based... It's Kyle Richards is the producer, and it's kind of loosely, loosely, loosely based on her life, I guess. I don't know. But it's got Elisa Silverstone as the mom, and it's set in the 70s. And there's, there's okay. some very beautiful I have to watch it. Too. What's it on? Some crazy network. I don't know. Put <sighs> an American Woman in your DVR. I don't have a DVR. Well, I what year the, is this? I cut the cord. Ugh, what, I don't know. I don't what know. year are you that you have cable? I don't have cable. I have satellite. And the reason I have satellite is because I have East and West Coast feeds and nobody knows that. Eh, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> cut that out. Cut that out. Yes, I still have satellite. I don't have cable. I don't know. It's on some channel. Okay, I'll look it up. So anyway, um, Aristos met and fell in love with one of his sales girls. Okay. She was a 17-year-old. 17. He was 14 years older. So he's in his 30s and she's 17. Correct. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Uh, at that time, she was known as Helen. Helen and of Troy. she was said to be a captivating beauty. <gasps> of Troy? Of Troy, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, after Helen accepted Aristos's proposal of marriage, the first uh-huh. thing he did was to drive all over the West End and buy up all the copies of the girly magazines that she had posed for. Well, now you've not mentioned that she posed for a girly magazine. 
Well, they didn't really mention or go into detail about what types of posing or like the yes. specifics on it. But it's it's the seventies, and you can imagine. You can imagine. I can perfectly see the picture. And just by the fact that he drove all over London trying to get to look for it. Yeah. So, anyway, back to Helen. Hey, Helen. Helen. After marrying Aristo, she changed her name to Elena. Why? I think to sound fancier, but they didn't really say why. I like why. Helen. I like Elena better, though. Okay. Elena reminds me of the Little Women of L.A. I don't know that story. It's a reality show. So after marrying, they moved into a lavish house. They had three children. The house was in an area of London called Billionaire's Row. We have talked about Billionaire's Row before. We have. I just don't remember when. But we've talked about Billionaire's Row oh, in London. Oh, was it for the Millionaire Cocktail? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Someone will tell us. Yeah. Anyway, this house was on 2.5 acres. It had seven bedrooms. 2.5 acres in the middle of London? Yeah. That's kind of insane. Yeah. Seven bedrooms, numerous reception rooms, stables, and a separate quarters for the staff. Okay. The staff. I want the staff. staff. You didn't mention the 2.5 acres before. That was new. No. I, I learned something new. I mentioned it. You didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. Um, Aristos is... I'm on gin cocktail number two. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Arist- Aristos's brother, Achilles, bought a house next to him. Achilles, not Aww. Achilles. He bought a house next door to him, and he also married right around the same time. So now we're up to 1984. New Year's Eve, 1984. Uh-huh. Aristos drove he and Elena to a friend's party in his Range Rover, because 80s rich. 80s rich Range Rover. Yes. During this time, they weren't in a happy place. Aristos had just learned that Elena was having an affair with one of his shop managers. Well, that's stupid. Stupid that he found out, or stupid that it happened? No, stupid that she's... Okay. Yeah. Don't where you eat. Yeah. So, you know, your husband's company, maybe don't pick your affair from there. I don't know. Just saying. Think yeah. a little bit. Use your brain. The couple returned from the party in the early hours of 1985. Alas, it was New Year's Eve, and then okay. it turned into the New Year. From 84 to 85. Yes. So 1985. Where were you in 1985? 1985, I was in junior high, and I had um, rainbow suspenders and a rainbow belt that matched i had rainbow shoelaces that i put in tennis shoes but i did not put them in my pink converse because i also had pink converse in 1985 i also had pink converse but in 1985 i was way more about my pac-man fanatic t-shirt pac-man fanatic and my van slip-ons which by the way i'm still wearing to this day like not seriously the, not the same pair oh, no, okay yeah just the same style. Just the same style. Vans are awesome. I only had Converse. And it was it was a big deal for me to get Converse. Especially in pink. I like also had the rainbow suspenders. Because rainbow. I had a rainbow record player or record container that held 45s. Oh, that's funny. It was awesome. In fourth grade, I had a rainbow t-shirt that if you put your wrist together, it made a heart. But that was in fourth grade. This was in junior high. But you know where my husband was? What was my husband wearing in 1985? Um, not a rainbow suspender. A cap and gown. <laughs> We're not quite as bad in Elaine as Elaine and her husband. Yeah. But, you know, still little. Just thinking about the fact that I was in junior high and he was graduating high school is just creepy. If you think about it that way. But yeah, by the time you met, it was fine. By the time we met, it was fine, but yeah. So they went to the party. They returned, and it was early hours of 1985. And Aristos was shot six times at close range shortly oh. after returning to the house. You come home from the party. You open the door. Hi, how are you? Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Bang. Bang. Did I only say five bangs? Mm, I- no, you, I think you said seven and I added an eighth, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so he shot six, six times. times at close range. Yes. The bullets were jacketed. What a way to start your new year. No, that's really not a way to start your new year. No, it's not. <laughs> the bullets were jacketed in a polished nickel, and that's how the name Silver Bullet Murder was struck, and that's how it was noted in the press. Oh, okay, because polished nickel looks like silver. Yes. Gotcha. And that's not... Silver bullet. That's not really usual for bullets. They're usually brass. No, why would you jacket it in nickel? That just seems very interesting. 
it's very interesting. Okay, could they not then figure out who did it from those bullets? Aren't they rather distinctive? They were a certain brand. I can't remember. I, I want to say it was like an Italian name, like Ferrucci or something like uh -huh. that. But it they didn't mention anything else notable about that. That just seems crazy that they couldn't have backtracked from those bullets. Because how many people buy nickel, fully jacketed nickel-plated bullets? It's hard to say. I mean, maybe for that type of gun, that was one of the better options. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, my husband and myself have several guns, and I've never, ever, ever seen a nickel-plated bullet. Mm -hmm. But also, it was polished nickel. Yeah, it was, it was the, to polish the friggin' bullet. It was the '80s in a different country from us. I don't know. Okay, what's, that's true. Yeah. That's that's very true. That's I don't know what's true. normal. Okay, Go they on. didn't they didn't make any note of it other than calling it the silver bullet murder. Okay, so Aristos was shot four times in the torso, and then. Presumably, to make sure he was dead, he was shot through one temple and then the other. Why? Okay, if you shoot a guy in the temple, why do you need to then go around to the other side of his head and shoot him in the other temple? To Isn't make one sure. temple enough? No, make sure. Gotta make sure. You can die from getting hit in the temple. Yes. Like, with a fist. Yeah. So the bullets were determined to be a small caliber, 25 caliber and they were fired at low velocity okay which again is distinctive because it, you typically shoot a 22 yes 25 is not a really popular at least not here it's not no. a popular i mean maybe caliber. it is in the uk i don't know but here in in america it's not we america 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 we, we shoot 22 well i was about <laughs> to say literally where we are and i know that we've completely and totally triangulated our conversation <laughs> So um, the ballistics tests showed that they were fired from a small pistol, and right. that type of pistol was often called a ladies' gun. So did it say mention anything about whether it was a revolver or a semi-automatic? Well, it didn't mention that. Okay, because here's why I asked. Because if it's called a ladies' gun, ladies' revolvers is a thing, and ladies' revolvers typically have five in the cylinder rather than six but he was shot six times yeah it did not say that okay but it did say no it didn't say it they talked to elena and she stated that upon arriving home they were met by two masked burglars uh-huh one of them had locked elena in an upstairs bathroom <gasps> i'm going to take you and lock you in the bathroom Elena stated that she escaped by climbing out of the window and down a drain pipe. And then she found Aristos already dead. And that just seems crazy to me. I I, I don't see this high society fancy schmancy lady in shimmying her middle down age, the drain pipe. shimmying down the drain pipe. I just... In her New Year's Eve gown. Right. Because you know she's wearing a gown when her husband oh, is a fashion icon. She's absolutely wearing a gown. She probably has the heels to match. She's not shimmying down no drain pipe. Mm -hmm. So the police arrived at 1.45 a.m. And Aristos was slumped. That's really fast. Well, we don't, I mean, it could have been 45. They said early hours of 85. Yeah, but 1.45 is only an hour and 45 minutes into 1985. That's true. But, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know what the actual response was but yeah it happened quickly once they returned home yeah so aristos was slumped near an alcove containing a religious icon they also noticed that a wall safe was open and a pane of glass on a kitchen door was smashed okay the police believed at this time that it was a burglary gone wrong and turned to murder the gun was never found elena said that aristos had two shotguns but he did not have a pistol okay I don't understand, though, if you are a... Okay, it's the 80s. You are a very fancy-schmancy businessman. Presumably, you're running around town with deposits and such. I can totally see some this big, bad Greek guy carrying a little pistol. Well, right? That, right, because some of Aristos' friends were pretty surprised because they'd seen him with a small pocket-sized handgun. Which, to me, makes complete sense. Achilles, Aristos's brother. Did he know if he had a gun? He, well, he, yeah. He said that he had seen a pistol in Elena's handbag. Oh, that's a different story. Mm -hmm. 
And there was other things that didn't add up. For instance, the investigators say that the kitchen door had been smashed while it was standing open, not while it was closed and latched in the door jam. I'm like, why do people do this? If you're going to pretend that the door is broken like, into, close it! You have to do it as if it was actually happening. From the outside. Yes. You can't stand on the inside of your kitchen and smash out your kitchen well, window. it wasn't smashed from the inside. It was just open when but it had been smashed. So all the still open. Yeah, but all the glass was like like further in than it would have been. Right. Yeah. So she's still stupid move. Yes. Oh, am I presuming? I'm like, oh, so she's still stupid move. Yeah, well, I mean, things aren't adding up. Right. I'm assuming. Yes. And Elena's initial story was that upon escaping from the bathroom, she flagged down a motorcyclist and told him that her husband had been shot. So investigators wondered if she's locked in the bathroom. Yeah. If she'd been locked in the bathroom during this time, how did she know that he had been shot? I mean, presumably she heard shots, right? Well, there was six shots. No matter what, there was six shots. But how does she know that it was her husband who was shot? Also, like, I haven't heard really a twenty-five caliber fired but i've heard of 22 and they're not well that depends okay it does depend we have several 22 weapons we have three 22 rifles and two of them are okay one of them goes plink 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 it's the tiniest little thing ever well that's what i mean it's like they're not as loud as like some well yes but then husband um, husband's dad gave him a 22 pistol this is an older pistol. It's really cool looking. Anyway, like from the 80s, maybe? No, mm. older than that. Like actually old, okay. not within our lifetime. So, but this has got this little like, so you put the, the, the bullets into the cylinder and then instead of flipping the cylinder out, you flip this little thing off and then you have to put the bullets in and rotate the cylinder around. The cylinder stays put. This little thing flips off rather than the cylinder oh, flipping okay, out. Okay. It's really kind of cool. But anyway, so we're sitting there with our children and our dog and we're like up in the mountains. Oh, let's fire the gun dad gave us. Blah, blah, blah. It's a 22, right? No. Boom. Louder than our, our 45. Just loud 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 from this tiny little 22 pistol so 22s can be loud okay so 25s can be loud right even still though like but even if it went plink 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 you're in the freaking upstairs bathroom why can't you hear that she would have heard it she would have heard it but she would have heard it she didn't know her husband been shot no and that's that's the point investigators were making is that how would she have for sure known that but anyway, time goes by. The investigation's kind of at a stall. And seven months later, Elena met and married a Florida Beach lifeguard that she met in Miami. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time goes by, investigation stall, blah, 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 blah. Seven months later. Seven months later. Elena met and married a Florida Beach lifeguard. Yes. She met Gold him digger. in Miami. In Miami. Welcome, Welcome to, to Miami. Miami. <laughs> So he went back with her to London, and after the police became suspicious of her story, she came up with a new version. (gasps) Of course she did. So she's saying, like, next she says that she did lie. She was afraid for her and her children's safety. Why? Her children are not even there, and she's locked in the bathroom. Well, she's not seen anybody. Here's what she claims. She says that she was forced by the burglar to show him the wall safe and give him the combination, which, like, okay, whatever. So that's completely different than being immediately rushed upstairs to the To bathroom. me, that doesn't even change the story at all, because they could have forced Const- Constantino to give him the combination. You right. know what I mean? Like, that part is unnecessary, and it makes it more suspicious to me. So did they shoot him and then force her to do that? Did Because they, they shot six times. Yeah. She says that then she was dragged upstairs and punched in the mouth. Okay. So one of the robbers punched her in the face. Yes. That's what she says. Does she have a swollen face? Apparently she did. Okay. There's no like... I could be completely judging her wrong. So they asked her about what she said about the motorcyclist saying that her husband had been shot. And she, Is there a motorcyclist? Have they tracked down this person? That wasn't, that wasn't gone into. Like, presumably oh. that wasn't checked up on. Interesting. Yeah, but she said she didn't remember saying that to him. Of course not. 
And she also claimed that the man who grabbed her and locked her in the bathroom was known to her. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Wasn't it first just random burglars? First, random. Now, she says she knew one of them. And she said that this person had threatened her and her children. And that it was the father of the man she had previously had an affair with. Oh, why? I'm not sure the motive there. Well, she said that... I don't know the motive. That doesn't make sense. I don't actually She's know the motive. stupid. That doesn't even make sense. Why would the father of the man you had an affair with rob and kill your husband? I don't know, but she said that the only reason that she felt strong... Because she didn't marry him. She didn't marry him. She married the lifeguard. The lifeguard. So she said that the only reason she felt strong enough to speak about it now to the police was because she felt protected by her new husband. The lifeguard. The lifeguard. I would feel protected by a lifeguard if I were in a pool. Lifeguards are pretty great. I did lifeguard for a lot of you my life. You did, but I'm not sure that I would want you to protect me from a stalker. Or Love like, you. Or a willing, like, a presumed murderer. Right, but if I were falling in a pool, you come save me. I would. I would save you. <laughs> would you not save child one and child two? Oh, of course I would save them, but they also know how to swim. So the investigators did... Um, conduct an investigation on... I hope so. Yeah, they checked into the guy and his son, who was the person that she had an affair with. Oh, I meant I hope they checked into her. Oh, no. Well, they they already were. But they did... Since she named these people, she checked... They checked into them. Got it. They found no evidence that they were involved in any of it. What about this poor dude that she had an affair with? He gets squat. He doesn't get the girl. He doesn't get the money. He gets squat and investigated to boot. Yeah, but he's a store manager. He's a store manager. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a He town. also didn't get indicted for murder because he, there was no evidence. Okay, but here's the thing. He didn't do it. He didn't she do it. did. He didn't do it. So. Did I say that out loud? Here's some other things that I didn't write down, but I will just talk about. Okay. Because we brought up the whole, like, her getting punched in the face thing. Right. So on, like, in the autopsy on Aristos, they found that he had some teeth marks in his fist. Teeth marks on his fist. And she's claiming that she was punched in the mouth. So they didn't run tests, but you could put... Interesting. Yeah, you could put together that maybe there was some sort of fight that ensued once they got home because, Uh as I already stated, they were not in a happy place. Good place. So chicken or the egg i don't know what happened but right so did 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 she threaten him with a gun and he punched her or did he punch her so she shot him with the gun what happened first we don't know but that that's like the most likely scenario right one of those two things my story has a chicken and the egg too i just find that interesting okay go ahead well there's really not much more to it except for the achilles is pretty much gone to like everywhere he can because like he lives on billionaires row so he has resources right and and so he gets oh whoa achilles he gets the business presumably achilles gets the business but achilles like there's really no motive for him in this because he, except now he gets 100 percent of the profits but he's, i still think it's her i don't think it's him like he's I already living her. on billionaire's row he's yeah. super broken up about his brother's death like he i still think it's her he's gone all these years like 20 plus years going and after, there's not been any sort of indictment or any evidence linking her to well there's it. Evidence, but, but there's enough no, evidence yeah. to, for conviction. Well, so that's Achilles's problem is that he doesn't think it was ever investigated correctly to begin with. He doesn't think the Crown Prosecution did their job and that they failed their duty by not charging her, even though like they never did a gunshot residue test on her. They didn't do all didn't these things. Think of that. They didn't do all these things they could have done to. Well, I'm just thinking nickel plated bullets, A reasonably rare correct from what i know yes 25 caliber gun not usual reasonably rare correct this is in the 80s we already have gun registries we already have gun laws we do i don't know about england like i can't speak to that england has gotten rid of all of their guns yes so i would think prior to banning all guns they would have had some sort of 
precursor to that, like step down. You know, you don't just go from everybody having whatever gun they want to nobody having Bye-bye. any guns at all. Yeah. You step down. So to me, there's got to be some sort of registry. So maybe there was a ball dropped or maybe there, there it, was a blind seem, eye turn. It seems like there may have been. Um, so, and that's Achilles's problem. That's why even to this day, like up until the last article I found was 2008 and he was still trying to get the oh. crown to press charges against her. Poor um, guy. And that's why I don't think he did it. He still lives next door he to didn't the do house. It. Yeah, he still lives in the same house. Um, so what about the children? There's three children, correct? There's three children. I don't know anything about them except for one who was three years old at the time of the murder. And how can you kill your husband with a three year old? He's a total douche. I don't know if it's because oh. of what happened mm-hmm. or if he's just mm-hmm. like this, but his name is Anthony Constantino. And Anthony Constantino, I can picture him. He was, I have a picture in my brain of what Anthony Constantino looks like. I've seen what he looks like, so I Is actually, it my picture? I don't know what your head says. Black satin black satin button up shirt, buttoned down to his chest with gold chains. Pretty much, but updated back hair. Update it to like the twenty eighteens. I I I don't see a problem. He um is like being indicted right now or like was indicted recently on a bunch of like sex assaults oh my god uh, related to like he's like some sort of wolf of wall street type character in london and has like brought people back to hotels and assaulted them and gross yeah and has also been linked to some sort of sex slavery i didn't really read the article crap yeah what does his uncle think of that? I'm sure he's not happy. I would imagine. But, yeah, you. I mean, you can check it out on your own. I didn't really go too far into that because it was oh gross. Oh, my. Yeah, that's gross. That's gross. That's gross. Yeah. I, I need to, like, cleanse my palate with that. So I'm having the other silver bullet. Okay, so for my story, I need some background info. So child number one, can you please give us some background info on my Three of my main characters for the first portion of my story, Artemis, Apollo, and Hades. Child number one is obsessed with the Greek mythology. So we system. kind of have a Greek theme going, which is funny. We have a Greek funny. thing going. We, oh my God, I didn't think about that. We have a Greek thing going. Okay, Greek thing. It's a Greek thing. Artemis, Apollo. So what do you have to tell us, number one? <laughs> Okay, so Artemis was the goddess of archery, wild animals, and the moon. Okay. Her parents were Zeus and Leto. Leto is a Titanus. So Zeus is the, like, head god guy, and he has children with a titan. Yes. Okay. Just track it. Her twin brother is Apollo. She Child number one is annoyed with us. <laughs> she helped with her brother's delivery. No, she's annoyed with you. <laughs> She's always annoyed with me. She's my child. (laughs) So she helped with her brother's delivery, and she gained followers as she grew older. Okay. She had a silver bow and lots of hunting She had what kind of bow? Silver bow. A silver bow. Whoa, right? Might be important. Might be. Okay, so... So, (laughs) Apollo is the god of music, prophecy, healing, poetry, and the sun. That sounds nice. Apollo kind of has a nice gig. I love all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Prophecy and poetry. And the sun. The sun. The sun. And music. Vitamin D, y'all. And hiking. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) His twin sister was Artemis, and he was, and his father was Zeus, and his mother was Leda. But he's the second born. Yes. But, but he's the twins. boy. But they're twins. And he's the boy. Yes. Okay. Who else? And then there is Hades. Hades. Who's Hades? Hades is the god of the underworld, and his twin brothers were Poseidon and Zeus. So they're like the big three. Yes. <sighs> yes. His wife was Persephone, and he kidnapped Persephone. Weird. No, Hades kidnapped Persephone. That's yeah, who that's who we're that's talking, who about. talking okay, my, about. For some reason, my brain went to Zeus. I mean, right? Okay. I've had two <laughs> cocktails. <silver bullets. laughs> okay. Okay. 
So and Hades, what else about Hades? He kidnapped Persephone. He kidnapped his wife, and yeah, he did that. So he's an asshole. But you can't say that with a child in I the room. I can't say that with a child in the room. He's a not nice He's a guy. meanie. He's a meanie! Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> She's annoyed with us. Oh, to be a tween. Oh, to be a tween. All right, so background of my story was Greek gods. Okay, so I'm curious on where you're going with this. Cause like, <laughs> are you going all the way back to the Greek ages? And how does that relate to the silver bullet? Okay, I'm going obvi. I'm going so, so, so obvi. Like vampires? Like vampires, or no, were- Werewolves. No, vampires. No, we're not werewolves. I thought vampires. werewolves. I thought werewolves got killed by silver bullets. I don't know. Oh, I'm talking about vampires. Oh. So I have I the said whole... vam- I, I said it. I'm you right. You did, yes. But I'm telling you about several different origin stories of vampires. So there is the whole vampire thing has the same conundrum of chicken the egg. This is not where I thought it was going to go. <laughs> How in the hell could super... you not have thought I would have gone to vampires with I the silver bullet? I had no idea. Oh my gosh. You, silver bullet. I would have thought you did the history of Coors Light. <laughs> I should have done the history of Coors Light because the history of Coors Light has a whole like, there's like a whole um, controversy with Coors Light and Colorado and um, discrimination laws. But no, I didn't go there. Should have gone there. Now I want to hear Coors Light. I know. Okay. <laughs> we have to do beer and I will do but so much history of beer. There's so much history. There's, There's so, so many, much. many, I many, know. many stories. But yes, Colorado and LGBTB rights. Did I say that right? No, LG you did not. Okay, how do I say it then? Not LGBT. LG Minorities rights LGBT. in Colorado. LGBT? Okay. Yeah. LGBT rights in Colorado is like a whole podcast in and of itself, but that is not the direction that I went today. So tell me about, about vampires. I will tell you about vampires. There are multi, 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 multi origin stories of vampires. But for every story of a vampire, you need a vampire to create a vampire. So I've, I've come up with a few stories of the vampire the originals the og vampire like in the tv show the originals i've not watched the tv show the originals well so about if you watch the vampire diaries not watch the vampire Diaries. there is a set of for doing a story on vampires i'm not really into vampires so in the vampire diaries there's obviously vampires and (laughs) yeah within this world there's also a set of a family of vampires that are called the originals and then that spun off to its own series called the originals and they are the original vampires i thought the originals was about like 1920s gangsters no i don't know why a vampire family i'm gonna have to check that out so this is not that well i want to hear about it all right so there's a greek sailor greek Mm-hmm. I'm Greek. All the Greek. I'm not Greek, but we're talking about Greek. Ambrosio. So Ambrosio is a Greek sailor, and he is an adventurer, and he goes to Delphi. And this is one of the origin stories of vampires. There are multiple ones. This is the one that I found. I cannot tell you how excited I am to hear all about this. Oh, my God. I have several. I, actually, I, have, I, have, I have several. Okay. I'm not like a vampire freak, but I'm actually like pretty into it. This is not a vampire story. No. This is a Greek story. A Greek god story. Oh, I don't like Greek gods. Too okay. damn bad. You're going to sit there and listen and drink your silver bullet. So, Ambrosio comes to Greece. He's going to Delphi, and he, because he wants to talk to the Oracle of Delphi. You've heard of the Oracle uh-huh, of Delphi? Yeah. He wants to talk to the Oracle of Delphi. So, he goes to the palace, and the Oracle of Delphi dwells in a palace that is run by Apollo. And he the he goes and he says what is my fortune and the oracle says the curse the moon the blood will run i'm trying to relate that to vampires right so okay. poor little um ambrosio completely confused he's just going around what the fuck so as he's wandering around the palace of apollo where the oracle of delphi lives he sees a beautiful maiden, and her name is Selene. Aww. 
and he falls in love with Celine at first sight. Celine, I love you. He absolutely, he, he's, she's, he has the love of his life and she's, he's falling in love with her. So they meet each morning over the next several days and they talk and they touch and they're just in love and he wants to marry her. So he goes back, he says, I'm going back to Italy please marry me and come back and Celine says yes yes I will marry you well Celine is one of she's a virgin she's one of the virgins that is taking care of the temple because in those days they had virgins that took over the temple makes sense. took care of them yes and Apollo who is the god of that temple already loves Celine oh yeah Apollo. Well, yes, but the gods, I don't know. We, my kids and I read Percy Jackson. And so these gods are like very heidi flighty with their love. And they like love this person, love that person and whatever. But Apollo claims he can, he loves Celine. So he confronts Ambrosio and he says, I curse you. I am the god of the sun. Every drop of sunlight that touches you will burn your skin. (gasps) And Ambrosio is like, what the hell? So he runs as fast as he can to a cave. This cave leads to Hades. Okay. So in the cave, he runs into Hades. And he says, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I love Selene. And this other god cursed me. And he said that I can never touch the sunlight. And Hades says, oh. So Hades says, I have an idea. You are going to... Take this silver bow. You're going to capture for me the silver bow of Artemis. Um, You're going to leave your soul here. And I'm going to give you a magical wooden bow with some arrows. And you are going to go and hunt. And you are going to capture for me the silver bow of Artemis. And once you have the silver bow of Artemis, you can come back here with Selene. And I will give you back your soul. And you can be happily ever after. But meanwhile, leave your soul here. Go get what I want. It sounds like he's getting doubly screwed. Well, it's Hades. So he's hideous. Right. So he leaves his soul in hell. Goes back up to the regular world. He can't touch the sun. And he has a wooden bow and a bunch of arrows. So he takes his wooden bow. And he kills a swan. So he kills a swan. He's like... I have to leave a note for Celine. I'm going to kill a swan. So he kills a swan and he takes the feather and he makes a quill and he writes a note in the swan blood to his beloved Celine and leaves it where he was supposed to meet her. Aww. But he takes the swan body and he offers it as a sacrifice to the girl, Artemides. Is that her name? Artemis? Artemis. So he leaves the sacrifice to Artemis. And he... She comes back and she finds the note. She's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Every morning for 44 mornings, he kills a swan. Now, I don't understand how he has this unlimited amount of arrows, but apparently he does. Also an unlimited amount of swans. Right? So he leaves her a love poem every morning written in blood from a swan. And meanwhile, he's sacrificing these swans every morning. starting to sound creepy, not cool. Like the the first one, I'm like okay like that's all he had available (laughs) no he he's 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 a swan murderer yeah Yeah. so he's sacrificing all of these swans to to artemis saying please take my swan because she's the goddess of hunting right so he's he's hunting yeah he's He's not using it for food he's trying to appeal to her by his hunting prowess but he's not using the animal for food. He's taking the blood and then giving her the, the meat. Yes. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about art. But. So on the 45th night, he uses his very last arrow. Now, this strikes me as interesting because for 44 nights, he's used his arrow and he has hit a swan every single night. But can't he just reclaim the arrows? <gasps> You'd think. But apparently not. So on his 45th night, he shoots a swan and he misses. So here he is devastated. I have no swan to give Artemis. I have no blood to write a note to Selene. What am I going to do? So he falls down and he prays to Artemis. And she feels sorry for him and she comes down to talk to him. 
And he says, please, 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 please let me borrow your silver bow so that I can kill the swan and leave a note for my beloved. So she gives him his silver bow, her silver bow, and she, he takes her silver bow and he runs like I'll get out to the cave. Good move. Well, yeah, but she, you know, is a goddess. In law talk, they call that theft by deception. Right. Well, she's a goddess and she's a little smarter than him. So she puts another curse on him. He's already got the curse that he can't touch the sun. Now she puts a curse on him that silver will burn his skin. (gasps) Oh, I see where this is headed. So he's carrying a silver bow and he drops the silver bow. And he's devastated. Well, he could just hold it by the string. You'd think. Or is it silver string? I I don't know the answer to that, but I, it this is Greek mythology. I'm gonna so, go ahead and say yeah. that it's silver string, just well, so that I can wrap this around my around mind. your brain. Yeah. So anyway, Argabelago, whatever his name is, can't find his name. Um, Ambrosio, Ambrosio drops the bow and he falls to his knees in pain. He's he's devastated. He can't carry on anymore, and he says, Goddess. This is what I have to do. I made this deal with Hades and I can't go here because I can't go in the sunlight because Apollo's sun will kill me. And I have to give Hades my silver, your silver bow so that I can see Celine. And she goes, oh, this is for true love. Okay, okay, I'll make you another deal. You can have Celine. You can have Celine. And you can be immortal. All you have to do all you have to do little greek man is worship me forever hunt for me forever and since i'm a virgin and all my followers are virgin virgins never touch celine (gasps) oh my god this is crazy (laughs) he goes and he fight he he writes a note and he gets tells celine and she says yes because she thinks he's creepy and was like, now he can never touch me. No, she loves him. She does? I know. It's oh. hor- I can, okay. I literally have had a boyfriend before where he walked in the front door and he was standing. He came in the front door and he walked over to the other side of the room by the fireplace. And I'm walking, I'm standing by the front door. And there was like magnetism, like a magnet pulling us together i cannot imagine being in love with someone and never being allowed to touch them they cannot touch they cannot have obviously not have children they cannot marry they cannot do anything they have to remain chaste and virgins their entire lives it's like what was that show the hbo one dead like was it dead like me no i don't know yeah. i zombie has a whole thing where the guy yeah. can't touch i zombie the girl. they can touch each other they just can't they just can't bubba yeah but anyway so, our little Greek man and his beloved Celine can live together forever, but they cannot touch nor have children. That's so tragic. It is. So, they go off and they live in a cave. So, he agrees. He says, yes, I get it. So, he leaves a note for Celine and he says, meet me in, on my ship. Tell the captain of the ship to sail and come downstairs. So, she goes downstairs. Captain of the ship is sailing. They're going off. He comes, she comes downstairs and she sees a coffin and he says, don't often, don't, the note says, don't open the coffin until sunset. So at sunset, she opens the coffin and it is her beloved Ambrosio. So he tells her what's going on and blah, blah, blah. They don't touch, but they run off and they live, they sail to Ephesus, Ephesus. And they lived happily ever after in a cave. They worship Artemis. They hunt. They live together in bliss without touching. Whatever. So, Ambrosio, he's immortal. But she's not. She's not. So, she gets old. Aw. Yes. So, she's on her deathbed. And Ambrosio doesn't know what to do. So, he runs out and kills a swan. And he says, Artemis, 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 here is... A, a sacrifice please 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 spare my Celine. so he um she comes down and she says okay here's the deal you have been a faithful servant to me so here's what i would like you to do go back to Celine, 
you are to touch her this one time this one time and you are to drink in her blood <gasps> and as soon as you drink in her blood is this real like this is real mythology or this, this is fake? real mythology this is actual mythology like i asked child number one who is the okay i haven't got to that far yet oh my god you're skipping ahead so okay. he drinks in her blood and artemis says everyone who partakes of your blood and Celine's blood mixed together will have eternal life. <gasps> okay. So he drinks in her blood. He, he goes back and he's like, fine, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And Celine says, please, 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 please. I want to be with you forever. It's the only way they can do it. So he bends down and he exposes her beautiful white alabaster skin neck. And he sucks of her blood from her neck. And as soon as he does, her body goes completely limp. And her body is limp in his arms and he sees this glowing like thing rise up from her body and it goes straight up and as soon as it goes straight up the moon becomes brighter and she becomes the goddess of the moonlight oh my god i asked child number two who is the goddess of the moonlight and she was like blah 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 because she's like the greek she's like the mythology greek god goddess goddess right she had not heard of sling so i don't know how much this story has been told but i've i've heard the name celine like remember um celine dion no not celine dion <laughs> our um, hearts will go, go on. on the um the the princess and the frog movie so the princess and the frog the firefly worships celine he loves celine and celine is the moonlight Right? Do you remember that? I didn't see that. All right. Well, the princess and the frog, the firefly, whatever his name is, worships Celine, and Celine is you. the moonlight. So Celine is the moonlight. So Celine maybe becomes the, the moonlight. Maybe its name is Ambrosio. I'm going to watch it and find out. So oh, anyway, that'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. So Celine is the moonlight, and Ambrosio sits below and he watches this gorgeous moon and everyone it's a brilliant light Celine becomes the goddess of the moon and the earth blah blah um each night her light reaches down and touches Ambrosio because he is now uh, immortal and everyone that he loves becomes their children Ew. Right? Weird. Right, because they could never have kids before. So what I found was very interesting that vampires, the vampire story just goes everywhere. So there's another one that originated 6,000 years ago in Mesopotamia. And according to this legend in Mesopotamia, a person, if they were not given a proper burial, would become very angry. And they would come back and they would suck out the souls of whoever passed by their grave. I don't like that one. The Greek one makes more sense. It does. So you need to you need to be very careful of how you um, intern your bodies. Because if you did not intern the body correctly, the well, body like could become that, angry. I like that part of it. That one's almost like a parable. It's like... Yes, you do this or not. Take care of the people that pass. And it became a... Um, it became an ekimu, E-K-I-M-M-U. And it would suck out the life of people that came by you. Um, vampire myths exist in all kinds of countries. Another one that became very famous was there's there's vampires from the... there's a There was a crazy, crazy, like, mass hysteria. You've heard the mass hysteria events. we got to do podcasts on those. Yeah. Like, the mass dancing and blah, blah. So there's a mass hysteria the event. The Salem that, witch trials. Right. Same thing. That happened in the 18th century in Eastern Europe. And this actually, like, they, they people felt, so they would bury it. A person would die. And their family would die. And they would bury that person. And then other members of their family might get sick and die well hi it's you know tuberculosis or mm -hmm. whatever but in order to combat this they would exhume the bodies of their dead relatives who died first and drive a wooden stake through their heart i've heard of that yes yeah so it actually took a 
um, law from the Austrian Empress to stop grave desecration. It was happening all over Eastern Europe. People were just, if anyone in their family died, they would exhume the person who died before them and stab a heart through the corpse's chest. Stab a stake through the corpse's heart to stop them from sucking the life out of the other family members. I still like, the, like, I never heard anything about the Greek one. And like I said, I'm not a vampire freak. The Greek one is interesting. But I have logged a few hours with all kinds of different vampire tales. Okay. Well, we have more. So the the vampire that you and I know, the the crazy guy with the big cape. And the Bella Lugosi. Yes. That came from Bram Stoker, who he turned his ideas into a story that was published in 1897 this was one of the this was a bestseller this was a big deal he based his story on a real life person called vlad the impaler yes vlad the impaler ruled walchia romania no i'm selling that saying that wrong yes romania from 1456 to 1462 he had a horrible reputation he was this this whole thing got confusing and confounded because everyone and their freaking brother was named Vlad. There was Vlad the this and Vlad the that and Vlad the priest and Vlad the this. But so everyone's named Vlad, blah, blah, blah. Vlad the Impaler was the second son. He really had nothing to lose. So he's going to go into battle and just kick some freaking ass. So he goes in and he starts just murdering and plundering and he's 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 not only going to take what was taken from him but he's going to take more and he goes and he goes and he goes and he goes and he um just takes over all of this territory and you can kind of guess what his signature move was i'm gonna say impaling impaling so he would take his victims Um, alex what is impaling (laughs) right he would kill a guy and he would stick him on a stake and he would kill a guy and he would stick him on a stake and he would kill a guy and he would stick him on a stake so i'm not really sure where bram stoker thought to relate this to vampirism because he did die vlad the impaler was murdered on january 10th 1477 there are books about him there are stories about him so some of the very first best-selling books in germany were or in german-speaking territory were of vlad the impaler people would vlad der impaler (laughs) (laughs) i don't know german the russian territories had like you know how we have fairy tales where, like, do this, do this, do this, be good? Yeah, like parables. Yeah, parables. So all uh, or many of the parables in the Russian and Romanian countryside, the Russian-Romanian area, were about Vlad. And if you don't do good, Vlad the Impaler is going to come get you. See, I wish, like, our like ours was more, like, touchy-feely, and you can see it resulting in, like, more and more of this now but like ours were like it's better to be good and like other countries were like if you don't be good you're You're gonna gonna get ripped out of your bed and murdered yes and stuck on a stake why don't we have that i don't know i maybe we would be better people yes (laughs) (laughs) but anyway so that was where Bram Stoker created his character from there's no evidence that Vlad the Impaler ever sucked anyone's blood so back to our last aside I remember my mom and dad bought me and my brother these like you remember when they had like the um records that you would listen to and they'd have stories that went along with them yes and there was a book and you could follow along with the book I had tons of them the one that my mom and dad bought me was called no more boredom and okay. it had all these like songs and stories about like what to do instead of pretending you're bored. Bored. And I don't remember what my brother's one was, but it was like, what were you really trying to do, mom and dad? Like, oh, that's funny. See, my thing with those, there was a lot of Disney ones when I was a kid. I do remember something about an ant and collecting things for the winter and not to be wasteful. And it would have, have completely it would have Tinkerbell's chimes every time you're supposed to change Turn the page. Turn the page, yes. So. Bing. My family was not very well off. We were we were we were pretty damn fucking poor. And my we lived in an apartment and my mother was friends with the landlords and the landlords I'm not gonna say their names because I grew up with this kid and he is an awesome kid. He's a principal now. And 
every time he would get one of these three record Disney sets with the parable and blah, 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 he would give me the girl ones. So I would always get the girl ones, but he and I played house outside the apartments all I the time. A- and I saw my first tarantula because we were playing in the bushes. Ew. Yeah. I had a lot of the Disney ones, but the No More Boredom, and I wish I've I could... I've never seen No More Boredom. I wish I could remember what the one my brother got was called, but they were so, like, it's so targeted towards, like, oh, obviously yeah. I was probably driving my mom crazy with, like, I am bored. Yeah. And my brother, like, was whatever, you know, like, I don't want to do chores or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember, but... Well, I have, that's propaganda. Oh, it's totally propaganda. I have books for my kids that were given to me when my kids were young that are the same along the same vein. No more boredom. How to be polite. Just all of these very targeted Western value lessons on how to be a good kid. It's so weird. It's so weird. But anyway, so back to vampires. Vampire. So there's oh, which, tons. Can I plug my one of my favorite songs? Plug your favorite song. If we were vampires, it's beautiful. It's, if we were vampires, it's gorgeous. It's Jason Isbell. Okay, spelled, I like Jason Isbell. It's spelled like Isbell. Listen uh-huh. to it. It's haunting. If we were vampires, yes, sounds kind of creepy. Oh no, it's beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna go check it out. I like Jason Isbell. So all of these legends are coming out and blah, blah. There's all these from, but this is what trips me out is from every single culture that developed, there's a vampire legend. So another one comes from Mesopotamia and there was a woman named Lilith, right? Yeah. Okay. Lilith is supposedly described in the Bible in the book of Isaiah and her roots, but her roots may be tied to Babylonian demonology. Now, I have not researched the book of Isaiah nor Babylonian demonology enough to know where the origins of Lilith are. But anyway, Lilith was supposedly Adam's wife before Eve. (gasps) This is crazy. And Lilith, keeping with what we in the 2000s know of Lilith was angry that she was not equal to Adam. Oh my God. So because she was not considered equal to Adam and she was put in a subservient position to Adam, she left and she haunted Adam and Eve after they got married and would suck the life out of newborns and pregnant women and continue to do that throughout the beginning of time. Throughout the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so Lilith is running around sucking babies and pregnant women. Um, it's just so crazy to me that it, there's a Greek origin story and there's a Mesopotamian origin story and there's a this origin story and there's a that origin story and it just kind of reminds me of and I'm not Relating. I'm gonna get I'm going to get email on this and I'm not meaning to get email on this I'm just I'm a historian talking about how interesting history is so do not take this as me saying anything is gospel anything is fact but nearly every culture developed a flood story around the same time and a cinderella story and a cinderella story nearly every culture created a vampire story around the same time i just find that interesting i'm not saying this is right this is right this is right well, or this like happened or this didn't happen sociological it's a sociological story like, yeah it's just kind of cool. Okay, this was my favorite story you've told. Like, okay. Because it was so unexpected. And it was like, like I told you, like, I know a little bit about vampires, like, just from everything I've watched. But that was nothing I knew other than, like, the Bram Stoker stuff. But the crazy fact that there was a story here and a story there and a story in Greek yeah. mythology and a story in Mesopotamia and a story that has roots in the Bible I don't know. It's just interesting. But that it was, just... That was worth having to re-record my section again. Well, it was for me, too, because I had two gin drinks. Yes. And so pardon some of the ridiculousness from the second story, because typically we'd be on cocktail one, one. but we're on cocktail two, plus the added silver bullets of, you know, 
Coors Light. Coors Light. Coors is not sponsoring us, but if you'd like to, contact us at Time of Crime on the Rocks. Anyway, I find it interesting that all of these cultures have the, same, the yeah. same stories over and over and over again. But I really, really, really never, ever, ever claim to be an expert. Just a drunk? Just a drunk. We're not experts. We're, We're just, just drunks. drunks. So... What if people like this and they want to talk to us? They can contact us. There's How? a number of ways. Okay, what? So you can email us at crimeandtimeotr at gmail.com. And we also would be happy to have your cocktail suggestions. Yes, please send us cocktail ideas. Um, you can talk to us on Facebook at Facebook at Crime and Time on the Rocks. We're on Instagram, too. We're at Crime and Time, and child number one handles our Instagram it's for adorable. the most part. It's so. adorable. Um, and Twitter, we're at Crime and Time. So tweet at us or, you know, whatever you do. Whatever you do. Thank you for listening. <laughs>